0: How did this Jessica X biracial preference? How you get a wrench on my channel? <laughs> I don't remember giving Jessica X a wrench on this channel. Anyways, uh, let's talk about let's talk about how y'all can't afford these houses, man. So uh, y'all know y'all out here chasing these chasing these chicks down, trying to figure out why the women's don't want you or how you should just ignore the women's and and wait hold up that's that's who who, so who is who is jessica x the biracial preference who is this i know this ain't the real jessica i'm trying to figure out you got to be somebody i know because i gave you a wrench so who is this i don't even know who this is what is your what is your former name? Anyways, let's talk about these these housing prices, right? Because I let's talk about these how before that. Who who is this person? <laughs> who is this person? Because I would have never given the real Jessica X a wrench over here. So it's got to be somebody that has been around for a minute. So this Michi X. <laughs> Some dark-skinned guy from Atlanta. Uh, okay. All right, whatever. Uh, let's talk about um. Yeah. We gotta stick together. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, anyways. I'm probably gonna have to go through and take all my wrenches away. Anyways, let's talk about let's talk about these houses that, that y'all can't afford. You know what I'm saying? Cause, you know. Y'all are so consumed with these women, whether or not you need, whether or not you need to learn how to get games so you can get, go out there and get the women's, you're out here talking about your nuclear physicists. <laughs> Y'all seen that clip of that dude talking about he's a nuclear physicist and been an old girl, like shut him down or something like that. And then people have been talking about how lame that dude was. So we got the... We got those conversations going on. We got more SBEs, and why y'all shouldn't be caring about what these chicks is talking about. All this stuff, right? Everything's always centered around the women somehow, some way. Even when, even when you don't want to talk to the women or talk about the women, it still is about the women. Well, let's talk about these houses y'all can't afford, man. So let me, let me, let uh, me pull some stuff up real quick. Man, let me pull some stuff up real quick. I think I'm, I think I'm coming down with a bug, man. My son, my youngest son, got sick. he was sick yesterday, throwing up, and I woke up this morning. I'm like, oh Jesus! I hope he didn't pass this crap off to me. So we'll see if I start, if I start early my guts out on this live stream, y'all'll know. Y'all could thank my my seven year old son all right y'all the great recession misled millennials and made them think high home prices will eventually come down so all you millennials out there now i'm not exactly sure who a millennial is because um if you, depending upon what website you go to i will be classified as a millennial but then if you go to another website they will classify me as a gen xer i was born in 1980 and then if you go to another website they will call me a zillennial you know what i'm saying so i don't know exactly what generation let me see let's look it up uh what year were millennials born let's see so they got millennials from 1981 to 1996. so according to this i will be a general Xer. But like I say, if you go to a different, you can go to different websites, and they'll have it starting at 1980. But I don't think there's really much of a difference between 1980 and 1981. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I don't think there's much of a difference there. So I'm, I'm right here. I'm in the. I'm. I'm this. I'm this little line right here. You know what I'm saying? That's that's me. But, anyways, those of y'all who who are full blown millennials, this was cracking with y'all, man. Y'all thought, y'all think these high, these high home prices are about to come down, and it's probably not going to happen no time soon. So let's get to it. it. Says history often repeats itself. Let me see if I can make this bigger. In case some of y'all need y'all little glasses or something. Let's see. This thing ain't getting bigger. What's going on? Here we go. Can y'all see it now? All right. It says, uh, history often repeats itself, but when it comes to to the current housing market, don't hold your breath. If you were a home buyer in the mid-2000s, which I was, today's hot market might look eerily familiar. Shout out to Godson for the uh, $7. Y'all hit that Cash App, Super Chats, and all that stuff, man. Um. If you're a home buyer in the mid 2000s, which I was, I bought my first house in 2000. What year was it? Oh, yeah, I bought my first house in 2007. So <clears throat> if you're a home buyer in the mid 2000s, today's hot market might look eerily familiar. Like many of your fellow Americans, you might be wondering when this housing cycle will come to a close and bring prices back down to earth it says it won't be that simple this time around that's because the u.s housing market is in uncharted waters and is throwing home buyers for a loop a typical real estate cycle occurs in four phases you got expansion hyper supply recession and recovery it says this is the pattern that gave rise to the housing bubble of the mid uh aughts i'm assuming the mid 2000s a time when a combination of cheap debt predatory mortgage lending and complex financial engineering led to a foreclosure crisis as well as a credit crisis amongst investors. And by 2008, a global recession. So the housing bubble of the mid two thousands was due to all this crap right here. Cheap debt, predatory lending and complex financial engineering. All right. Shout out to my man, uh, Chris Abrams. He said, I thought your VP wanted to push home ownership. That was uh, one of her priorities. Uh, Don't say that's my VP. I didn't vote for them. I voted for uh, Trump. (laughs) But uh, anyway, so that's what led to the uh, housing market crash of the mid 2000s. It was uh, mostly due to predatory lending and people who shouldn't have qualified for a mortgage being, uh, given access to a mortgage that they couldn't afford. Cause a lot of people were taking out these arms, ARM and adjustable rate mortgage. With those those, you who don't know what an adjustable rate mortgage is. That's basically when you have an interest rate, <clears throat> they'll, they'll get you to buy a house at a certain interest rate. And they will say that the, uh, interest rate will remain stable for X amount of time. And then after X amount of time, that interest rate can go up or it can go down. And a lot of people were betting on the interest rate to go down or remain stable at where it currently was. But unfortunately for a lot of people, the interest rate ended up going up, which caused a lot of people to not be able to to, uh, afford their mortgages. Because when your interest rate goes up, guess what? The money that you owe eventually goes up, right? During the Great Recession, U.S. home prices, which had soared during the housing bubble of 2006 2007, tanked to a 17 year low. This created a chance for many Americans to afford a home if they had managed to escape the crash financially unscathed. And some of the factors that contributed to the housing crash of 2008 reemerged. Many Americans, especially millennials, which are the largest home buying cohort of the 2020s, who witnessed their parents navigate the rocky real estate landscape of the 2000s these millennials are expecting a similar outcome however the current housing market is vastly different is a vastly different beast although the u.s is bracing for a possible recession in 2023 home prices won't be crashing anytime soon <laughs> so here's the thing all you people waiting to buy a house because you're waiting on the prices to come down Look, y'all should know this or y'all if you don't know this, these prices are not coming down. And it'll say it'll say why in a second Uh, as Axios uh, Nathan Bomey recently wrote in a newsletter as an older millennial, the financial crisis trained me to think the housing prices that go up must come down. But this has the makings of a softer landing. So here's why these houses aren't coming down right here, y'all. The housing shortage continues to drive home prices. The nation's real estate market is in disarray. Home prices and rents have soared to new highs as potential buyers scramble for America's limited amount of housing inventory. So this is the reason why home prices are not coming down. There isn't enough supply to meet the demand for the houses out here, y'all it says all the while affordability has plummeted for millions of households as the reality of achieving the american dream becomes increasingly bleak all right and we all know the uh, the so-called american dream one of the ways to achieve the so-called american dream is through home ownership that is the uh, most tried and true path to achieving what many believe to be generational wealth like all these white people that y'all cry and complain about every single day like rbr who i see is in the chat but um this is how they achieve their generational wealth and they was able to go out there and create white supremacy right through uh owning properties and houses right um instead of uh instead of a hard crash this time around the real estate market is bracing for a softer landing That means home prices won't fall like they did in 2008. In 2022, housing volatility isn't attributed to a lax lending standards, but instead an imbalance of housing inventory and demand that has driven affordability to new lows. So this isn't about predatory lending. This isn't about people who shouldn't be getting mortgages, uh, somehow magically getting mortgages. That's what caused the housing crisis of 2008 this is purely about there aren't enough houses out there for the demand that for the demand for housing. And look, I live in Orlando, Florida, and we're experiencing this down here heavy, where we have a uh, actual real housing crisis per se down here. And the housing, the, listen, if you want to buy a house in my city, you need to be prepared Be prepared to drop some cheese. I'm going to put it to you like that. I bought my house in 2019 a year or so before all this crap started. So I'm good money. Uh, matter of fact, I was looking up the price of my house, how much my house is worth right now. I looked it up yesterday. A matter of fact, I looked it up this morning before I did this. But um, if I were to sell my house right now, I would make close to a $230,000 profit off of my house. And I bought this house in 2019. So my house is worth, more than what I bought it for back in 2019. Um, As a matter of fact, the neighborhood I live in, somebody bought the identical model of the house that I live in, in this neighborhood. And they paid paid close to about $175,000 more for their house than I paid for my house. And they bought theirs like six months ago. So it is crazy out here. It says, I don't think home prices will fall anytime soon. Holden Lewis, a home and mortgage analyst at nerd Wallet, told the insider demand still exceeds the supply of available homes for sale. The economy is creating jobs and lending standards are still strict. Those factors work to keep home prices from declining. So it isn't. So like I said earlier, this predatory lending crap and any and everybody just qualifying for a mortgage that really isn't happening what's happening is there isn't enough houses to go around says according to freddie mac a publicly traded firm created in 1970 to expand the secondary market for us mortgages the us housing market currently needs more than 3 million homes to meet the demand of would be home buyers so we the country is short 3 million homes y'all this is what's causing this according to realtor.com the dearth of housing supply has helped to drive the national median listing price to an all-time high of 425,000 so that's the average price uh, a standard single-family home is going for 425,000 while buyer demand is somewhat cool due to the mortgage rate hikes spiked by the fed the Fed's attempts to cool inflation. Home prices are still climbing in neighborhoods across the country. Normally, higher mortgage rates cause home prices to cool, Um, this person told the National Association of Realtors. They also said, but I don't expect home prices to drop in 2022. We will see slower home price appreciation, but not a price drop. So even though my house is currently worth what I say, it was worth like over $200,000 more than what I paid for it. And I know some people are like, well, your house gonna come down. Well, according to this expert, the overall price of my house is not going to drop rapidly because there's still this high demand for houses. Like I say, if I want to sell my house tomorrow, I could probably get $700,000 a part of a person if I really wanted to. I mean, that's just, you know, the demand is crazy. Like I can and I guarantee I can almost guarantee the day that I I will put my house on the market, I would probably have a buyer make the purchase the same day because this happened with my last house, my house in Georgia. I had that house for 10 years before I sold it and moved back down to Florida. The very first day I put it on the market, somebody put an offer in to buy it and the person didn't even physically see it. All they saw was pictures of it and a video of it on that that some realtor filmed and put on a website. And the first day it officially hit the market, I want to say within four hours, my realtor called me and said, I had had an offer to buy the house from somebody that was on the other side of the country at the price I wanted. And that was back in 2017 when I sold that house. So I can only imagine. And that house, the house I lived in in Georgia was smaller than this. You know what I'm saying? That was my first house. It was like a starter home. This house is way bigger in a much more exclusive uh, neighborhood, and it sits directly next to a lake. Like I told you, you you walk into my backyard, you walk about six, seven hundred feet. There's a giant lake back there, right, Um, with alligators and all kind of creepy crawlers, but whatever. But somebody would. So, like I say, if I put my house on the market today, I guarantee somebody would pay. Somebody would give me seven hundred thousand dollars for this house says, according to the uh, National Association of Realtors, despite mortgage rates rising above 5%, home prices still rose 15% in April. Over the last year, the organization says rapid home price increases and mortgage uh, rate growth have plummeted. Housing affordability by 29%, representing the steepest annual decline on record. Although higher mortgage rates hurt affordability, home prices continue to rise. Does the National uh, Association of Realtors expect home prices to rise 5% by the year's end? So prices are still going up, y'all. For many millennial buyers, this could put a pin in their home ownership dreams. Yes, this can. So like I said, I live in the city. And I'm not going to say where I live at in the city. because no, I know somebody's like, do you stay near Lake Nona? I'm not going to say whether I stay near Lake Nona or not. Just know I live in Orlando. (laughs) That's all the details I give you. All right. Orlando is one of them cities where everybody and their mama is moving down here. We're expected to have like this high population growth um, over the next decade, you know, because Florida is, uh, you know, we don't pay state taxes down here. Thanks to Disney World and all them. And, uh, you know. Everybody, everybody wants to move down here. It used to be these what they call snowbirds. A bunch of old, rich, white people would come down here to retire. But now everybody and their mom is moving down to Florida. Um, and they're moving to Texas. Texas, I don't think they pay state taxes as well. But um, so everybody's moving down here, man. Matter of fact, there was an article not too long ago where workers from Disney out in California, they were relocating a gang, like like thousands of workers to Central Florida. And one of the things that was in the news was they got to find houses for all these people so we got we got tons and tons of people moving to florida especially central florida all the time because central florida is way cheaper than south florida you know miami is is expensive as shit, (laughs) but uh, central florida is we're not as expensive as miami um for obvious reasons right you can think of miami as like new york city of the south that's kind of what it's like down there but So everybody's moving down here and everybody wants a house and look, they're building houses, but you know, you got to factor in this whole COVID uh, this COVID thing where they slow down housing production. And then you go look at the price of materials to build a house. The prices have gone up drastically. So those of you who didn't manage to buy a house prior to the pandemic and you know, you are sitting around here waiting on your money to get right. or you waiting on whatever the hell you waiting on? You might be you might be in for a real hurting to try to get you a house if you can't come to the table with cash. Because another thing that's happening with these houses is that you can put you can go to a builder and have them build you a house, sign the contract, give them the down payment or whatever the case may be. And they will go out there and start physically laying the foundation, uh, framing it up, putting the roof on the house, getting, getting the house built. Let somebody come to that builder like the layout for your house and offer that builder more money, the builder can cancel your contract in the middle of them building the house. Give you your money back and then take the the higher offer and then, you know, build that house for the person that came in with more money. That's what's going on, too, in case you guys don't realize that. And there's been a lot of people who thought they were locked in with a builder who was building their house till somebody came through with a bigger check. It was like, nah, you building that house for me now. And the builder was like, okay. <laughs> so you got that going on. And you also got what's going on. You got corporations. They're starting to buy uh, corporations. They're starting to buy out whole neighborhoods. They'll buy like a whole neighborhood of like 100, 200 houses. And everybody in that neighborhood is paying rent to a corporation. So you got that going on as well. Um, So, you know, you, you got a lot of things going on, man, that, you know, are going against you um getting a house now i'm not is it impossible to get a house no it's not impossible you can still go out there and get a house but you just got to have your money right you got to have your money right <clears throat> tampa home prices rose 21 year to date yeah every everywhere is getting expensive man the real deal financial is the is the real estate dude He can answer all these questions for you better than i can so South Florida developers are building inland to save money on teardowns. Yeah, it's getting crazy all over the place. But you could you can buy a house. Now, one of the things I, I always I want to talk about in relation to this, <clears throat> especially you dudes that y'all want to get a house, but you don't want to get married, you want to live the bachelor's life, the pump and dump life. And that's cool. How come how come a lot of you dudes aren't coming together to pull your money together? where you go buy a house with your homeboy have any of y'all ever thought about that you you and your homeboys y'all don't plan on getting married you don't plan on having a family y'all plan on being bachelors for the rest of your life why don't you and your homeboys y'all put y'all money together and go buy a house like two or three of y'all go buy a damn house and then y'all you know obviously y'all become roommates in the house you know, don't get, don't get you no little, you know, no, no, no little BS, but get you a nice little crib, man. Have any of y'all thought about that? Or y'all just want to go out there and buy your own house and have, you know, just your own crib. And the reason I'm saying that, because I used to live in Augusta, Georgia. Let me see. Gypsy. How do you spell gypsy? Gypsies of North Augusta. I gypsy wrong. I'm going to show y'all something what these white folks was doing when I was living in uh, Augusta, Georgia. So they got this community of white people. They call themselves gypsies, right? You would easily recognize them when I was living in Augusta, because basically Augusta, Georgia sits on the border of Georgia and South Carolina. So you cross the Savannah River, you're in North Augusta, which is part of South Carolina. So, anyways, then the border was like literally like 10 miles from my house at the time. Anyways, there was this road in North Augusta called Highway 25, right? You get off, you 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 drive on I-20 or whatever, you cross over into you cross over into uh South Carolina, and then the first exit will be like exit five. You get off on exit five, exit five, you will be on this road called Highway 25. Anyways, you get off on the exit. You roll through Highway 25, there's a bunch of trucks driving up and down the street. Anyways, as you're on that road, about five miles driving onto that street, all of a sudden, you come across these gigantic houses just out of the woodwork, just out of nowhere. You know, houses like this, you would expect to see houses, like if you come to where I live at in Orlando, or just, or you know, any any major city, you would expect to see a house like this in an exclusive neighborhood, gated community, not nowhere near a main road where 18 wheelers are driving up and down the street. Well, in North Augusta, these houses were sitting on the main road with 18 wheelers driving by them. And they were owned by what they call gypsies. And you would recognize these gypsies because if you were out in public, the women and the girls, they all had these 1950s hairstyles. Like this is how they, this is part of their culture, Right. The I'm talking about the young girls and the women. They would all have Louis Vuitton and Gucci purses and flip flops on, but they would have these these 1950s looking hairstyles, man. And they're all white people, right? Um, it's it was the weirdest thing to see when you were out in public, man. But every you know, after a while, we just got used to seeing it. <clears throat> but they lived in these freaking huge houses, right? They lived in these houses like this, right? Now, the thing about it is you would see this house. I've actually seen this house in real life. You would see this house, but behind the house, there might be like a trailer behind the house where somebody might be living in the trailer behind the house. So basically, these gypsies, what they would do, this huge house might be the residents to like two or three families living in this house, man. And these things were all over the place in North Augusta. Like, Matter of fact, let me see if I can find a YouTube video. Let me see if I can find it. oh I got to put my headphones on. Hold on. There's actually a video, somebody driving through. Can y'all hear me? My mic's still there? Oh yeah, let me show y'all. Gypsy, am I spelling Gypsy right? Houses of North Augusta. I used to see these houses all the. Okay, let's watch this right here. Oh yeah, they call the Irish travelers. That's, That's another name for them. I'm not gonna play the audio i think this guy's just driving around come on this thing's moving slow today i gotta hook up my other computer but anyways you see hold up you see that i don't know if y'all i don't know if y'all caught that behind this house was a trailer i don't know if y'all saw that so right here this is a trailer right here they had these big, big mansions with trailers behind them. But these, these things are all over the place, y'all. In this one particular section of North Augusta, and these houses probably went for like half a million dollars or more, bare minimum. And you could just drive up and down. All this land, all these huge houses. And these are all owned by gypsies. This is a trailer right here, in case y'all can't tell. Right next to this house. <laughs> Look at these houses, y'all. A house like this, a house like this right here In Florida, where I live at, you might pay a bare minimum of like five million dollars, bare minimum, anywhere between five to ten million dollars for a house that looks like this. Well, depending upon where you are. But most houses that I've seen like this, they go for like they starting off in the millions down here where I live at. Yeah, you could take the trailers out, but they don't. They keep them. They keep the trailers there. You see the trailers behind here? Look at these houses. Look at all this land in these houses, y'all. These houses are huge. See, there's a trailer back there. It's another one. This is a this is a mobile home. It's a trailer right here, y'all. The trailers are like an extension of the big house, is what is what I'm trying to tell y'all. See them back here. So what happens is they got families that live in these houses, but they also have relatives that live in the trailers. I don't know. I don't know how they decide who lives in the big house and who lives in the trailers. I have no idea how they how they do it. But these trailers are part of the bigger house or maybe they live in the trailers as the big house is getting built and then when the big house gets built, everybody moves into the big house, and then maybe they just keep the trailer for like guest housing. I don't freaking know. Or slave <laughs> court. That could be the slave quarters, y'all. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've never, like I said, I've I've seen some of these houses in real life, but like I say, they got these houses sitting right off the main road where eighteen wheelers are whizzing by them every single day. And this is just, you know, th- this is something that you just wouldn't expect to see. you will be like, why would somebody put a house this big and this fancy on the main road where an 18 or 18 wheelers drive by it every single day? You, you just you don't expect to see something like that with a house like that. Right. But this is what they do. They will put there. There's probably like two or three families living in this house right here whenever they finish it. Well, it's probably finished because I don't know how old this video is, but I guarantee it's like two to three families living in these houses, man. So, how come black folks can't do the same? Y'all, just imagine, listen, just imagine, uh oh, where's the pause button? Where's my pause button? Just imagine a bunch of single brothers. Just imagine what your, what your, just imagine what your pump and dump action could be looking like, ladies and gentlemen. You you got, you, got you and your homies, two or three of your partners, y'all decide to put y'all money together to buy a house that looks like this, right? Just imagine the type of pump and dump action y'all could have when, when chicks pull up and see the crib looking like this. And you'd be like, yeah, that's my crib. And technically it is your crib, even though... You went in on the crib with two or three of your boys. Y'all each got y'all own wing of the house. Y'all could be putting in some serious pump and dump action, (laughs) y'all. You know what I'm saying? So how come y'all don't consider doing this, man? Doing what these these, uh, gypsies in North Augusta, South Carolina are doing. How come y'all don't put y'all money together? Y'all too good to live with each other, man? Y'all could be living in houses with balconies and all kind of crap. Look at this house, y'all. Look at this house. Who would not want to live in this spot? This house is fly. Look at this yard. Y'all could be out here doing it. Instead of living in these struggle apartments, y'all could put y'all money together with some other brothers and y'all buy, y'all go in and buy a house. Y'all each have ownership of the house. And then when y'all decide to sell it, y'all you split the money. Instead of living in these struggle apartments and all this other crap, y'all can get y'all some fly crap. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a neighborhood where a bunch of gypsies in North Augusta live. Like I was telling the people, Diderel, these are a bunch of. Let me show y'all what these gypsies look like. So it's a bunch of white folks in north augusta north augusta is is like literally right over the river from augusta georgia but north augusta is part of uh, south carolina anyways these gypsies is like they call them irish travelers and you can readily identify them you can readily identify them by their women because all the women from the girls to the mothers they all got these 1950s hairstyles but they're also They'll also walk around with Gucci and Louis Vuitton purses, belts, and shoes. But they got these crazy 1950s hairstyles. That that's how you recognize these women. Like those hairstyles are like a part of their culture. I used to see them all the time. When I would go to the movies, they would be at the movie theater, standing in line, and they a whole bunch of girls and women would be looking like this. They'd be like, why in the hell are they looking like they just came straight up out the 50s? But that's that's part of their culture for some for some damn reason. But, anyways. Another aspect of their culture is they'll go buy these giant houses. You get these big houses built, and as they're building the houses, they'll have like a, a a mobile home in the back of the house. And I was showing them in this video, the neighborhoods they got mobile homes back here, but these mobile homes are where some of them would live as the big house is getting is being built, and then as the big house is being built. You know, some people would move into the big house, and then they would still keep the mobile home. Like this is what they did. This is what these gypsies would do. They would pull their money together. Now, these gypsies are known for doing some scammy type of stuff as well. They got a a heavy reputation for that. But this is what they would do, man. They would build these big McMansions. I mean, these things—like I used to see these houses all the time. These things are huge, with huge lots. And in this area, this house. I don't know. I don't know what the price is is going for today, but I know when I used to, when I used to go up and down that particular street where these houses are located, these houses were starting off at no less than half a million dollars back, you know, like 10, 15 years ago when I used to see them, I would imagine they're way more than that uh, at this present day, these houses are huge, but they would have probably like two or three families living in the house. That's how they were able to afford these giant houses. Then they would still keep the mobile home. There's a mobile home right here. They would still keep the mobile home next to the big house, right? And then somebody would probably be living in there. So I'm, think, I'm So I'm saying all the brothers out here in the ministry who don't want to get married, you want to be about that pump and dump life, why don't y'all put y'all money together and uh, go out there and see if y'all can uh, cop y'all some big houses, man? Because that will kill a couple birds with one stone. One, you'll be you'll be um, you'll be a property owner with with an appreciating asset that's not going to go down in price anytime soon. Because I just read to y'all the article about how housing prices are not coming down, and it's not because this isn't the same as a two thousand eight housing crash. This is due to a lack of houses and a high demand for houses, right? And people are out here getting houses built and the con- the 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 builders that are building your houses, they'll mess around and sell your house to the highest bidder, even though you already had the house under contract. Like that stuff is going on right now as we speak. So you and your partners, y'all put y'all money together. Y'all can go get y'all some fly stuff like this where maybe it's like two or three of y'all living in this house y'all got your own wing of the house all three of y'all have ownership of the house so if y'all ever decide to sell y'all you know y'all divide the money up however many ways and everybody gets an equal portion of the money and y'all could still live a single bachelor's life pumping and dumping and all the stuff y'all talk about but except now y'all ain't just living in these scraggly apartments paying like Three thousand dollars a month for a one or two bedroom apartment. Listen, I let me tell y'all something. I live in a five bedroom, four and a half bathroom house, right? Sitting on a six thousand square foot lot. And my house is like thirty eight hundred square feet, two car garage, gated community, next to a lake, in Florida. My mortgage is only twenty two hundred dollars a month y'all my mortgage for a five bedroom four and a half bathroom house is only twenty two hundred dollars a month you got people that live in my city that pay more for rent for a one or two bedroom apartment than I pay for a mortgage for a house that's what i say thirty six thirty seven thirty eight hundred square whatever the hell it is but five bathrooms. I mean, well, you might as well say five bathrooms, but five bedrooms, five bathroom house. Right. That's what I pay. I got I got I mean, my house, my wife has her own office in this house. I have my own office in this house. Like, that's just how much this is how much stuff we got going on up in here. You know what I'm saying? I only pay twenty two hundred dollars a month for my mortgage, man. That's all I pay. You got people. in, You got people down here that pay like three thousand dollars a month for two-bedroom apartments that they don't own my house i bought it in 2019 my house my house is worth let me look it up i gotta look it up on the other screen because i can't see y'all I have y'all looking at my address let me, see. let me look i'm about to look it up right now with the, with, that, with the price how much my house is worth according to uh zillow let's just go off of zillow They say my house is worth $652,000 right now. We're talking about my house is worth $200,000 more than I paid for it back in 2019. All right? Did I get a military discount? No, we don't get discounts like that. (laughs) I wish I did get like a 25% discount. I wish... (laughs) I wish I could be like, yeah, let me get a 25% percent Nah, man. I use my, I use my uh, military benefits to help get the house. <laughs> Damn right. You sure? I, I sure enough did that. Um, so I guess the discount came with me doing 13 years active duty. I didn't have to put like this fat 20% discount down. So I, yeah, technically I did get a military discount. Cause I didn't have to put the 20% down payment down. Like those, like the rest of y'all do, excuse me. So, yeah, I did use, I did get a military discount. But regardless, I live, I live in a pretty big house where, well, I'm not, it's not, it's not big as this. My house is nowhere near as big this I, This house is fucking huge. But still, I only pay $2,200 a month, right? For, for the mortgage. You got people paying $3,000 a month for rent for a two bedroom apartment. That they can't sell. I can at least sell my property if I wanted to, and like I say, with the with the housing market in my city, they say my house is worth six hundred. What I say, according to Zillow, they say my house is worth six hundred fifty thousand dollars. I could easily sell my house for seven hundred thousand dollars in the city that I live in, and I could probably I could put my house on the market today, and I can almost guarantee I would have a buyer buy the house for seven hundred thousand dollars the same day because that's that's just how in demand houses are across the country and especially in the area that I live in I can get seven hundred thousand dollars uh out this sell this house seven hundred thousand dollars which will which will cause me to make a 250 to 300 thousand dollar profit you know what I'm saying But people living in two bedroom apartments. Matter of fact, they they just built some apartments a couple miles up the street from where I live at. Some fly. I mean, it looks nice. They got like you know, it looks nice. But I want to say two bedroom apartments start off at like twenty five hundred dollars at this apartment complex that's like probably I don't know eight miles up the street from me. Twenty five hundred dollars just for a two bedroom apartment i paid 2200 for a five bedroom house with five bathrooms (laughs) that i can sell if i want it or pass on to my children you know what i'm saying so my thing is all you single men out here where's the pause button all you single men out here we're all about pumping and dumping Look, I'm not going to tell you not to pump and dump. But just imagine the level of pumping and dumping you can do in a house like this, right? Look look at all this yard. You get Pablo to cut your grass cuz you know I got I got Pablo and he cuts my grass, right? I don't cut nothing. You got two you two two or three of your friends, your homies, y'all, y'all pull your money together go buy y'all a house like this. You can have some major pump and dump action going on. You pull up to the crib. This is highly impressive, right? Panties is going to get wet. (laughs) A chick chick that don't know no better, panties is going to get wet just looking at this house, right? But the thing about it is this ain't just going to be just a regular bachelor's pad for pumping and dumping. This could be a spot that you own with your your homies. Y'all have ownership in it. Two or three of y'all buy this house. Y'all have no plans of getting married, so you know what I'm saying. Y'all have ownership in this house instead of y'all living in these rinky-dink apartments, paying God knows how much for rent. Get y'all, get y'all a crib, man. Go in. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not even trying to be funny because we're looking at houses of people that are doing that right now. This house is owned by at least, it's it's at least two or three families that live in this house. And this thing is huge. Look at the windows on this thing. How come brothers can't do the same thing? So y'all can become homeowners. And like I stated earlier, we all know home ownership is the most tried and true method for acquiring generational wealth. It's an asset that does not depreciate. And these at these 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 houses, these assets are going to keep appreciating. So why not get together with some of your partners and y'all go buy a house together? Like, how come nobody's telling y'all to do this? Or if they are, where do you you know, I don't hear nobody's actually talking about this stuff. You know, what I'm saying. I mean, y'all want to talk about pumping and dumping and being forever single. I that's cool. But I'm like, why don't y'all cop a crib, man? Why don't y'all cop a crib? Something that y'all all can benefit from. You know what I mean? Nobody 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 wants to do that. I would do that if I was single and I ain't have no kids and I ain't want to get married. I would buy a house with my brother or you know one of my friends. My you know what I'm saying? Ain't no shame in that. You know, you still roommates, but you you roommates on a whole nother level. You roommates in a spot where y'all actually have ownership of the property that's that's all I'm trying to convey because because right here this is what it's looking like y'all can't afford houses houses and prices are not coming down y'all don't want to get married I I'm not gonna convince y'all to get married but for some reason I think some of y'all think that only married people buy houses I'm like no single people buy houses too but the problem is, Buying these houses as a single person is getting way too expensive for most of y'all because I just did the video yesterday where I said 60% of y'all are living paycheck to paycheck. I just did that video yesterday. We went over the numbers that allow y'all ain't earning that type of money to where y'all could be balling out of control on a single man's salary. So I'm saying how about you and your other single homies that you trust? Y'all combine y'all finances together and go cop a crib. Because the prices of these houses is not coming down. The value of these houses is still going up. So you got two or three single men. Instead of y'all living in a condo or, or uh, even or not a condo, but an apartment somewhere. Go cop a crib. Put y'all's money together and cop a crib. Three of y'all own the spot. Two or three of y'all own the crib. The the house is going to retain its value. It's not going to depreciate. You all have financial stake in the property. You can still live your single life, bring chicks to the crib, do what you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. <laughs> that, that's what I would do if I was y'all, if I was in y'all situation. So you can get you a, a asset that actually produces money or can produce future financial generational wealth of sorts. Instead of just hanging out in an apartment. This is how we used to do and how immigrants are doing it. Latinos live siblings and generations in the house, pull their tax refund so that one family can exit with a down payment. The the susu of, I don't know what susu is, a housing. But yeah, this is what um, Latin folks do. It ain't just Latin people. You have Africans that come over here, that immigrate over here. They'll do similar things too. Now, I can't create no course. I'm not a real estate guru. Real real deal financial, he he's your guy. If y'all, I mean, look, I'm just giving y'all common sense. I'm talking about this from a bird's eye perspective of me just flying around, flapping my wings, getting a lay of the land. Now you want to get off into the nitty-gritty details, then you're gonna have to hit up real deal financial. This is what he does. He, he's he's the real estate dude around here. You know, what I'm saying of, of the black manosphere. him and a couple other people. That's not me. I'm just a dude. I'm a tech dude. Like my man, PBO. He's right. I'm a tech dude. I'm just I'm just looking at the lay of the land and I'm just applying trying to apply common sense. How to kill a few birds with one stone. All right you don't niggas don't want to get married they don't want to start families and get married and do the whole traditional thing because of the modern woman got it check and look i'm not going to convince you guys to get married also but you but you same dudes y'all are existing y'all are living in a market where most of y'all can't afford a house the houses are getting too expensive and based off of the video that i did yesterday we talked about how most of y'all are living paycheck to paycheck, right? So how do we solve this problem? For right here, oh, where it go? How do we solve this problem, y'all? Over sixty percent of y'all are living paycheck to paycheck. We did the numbers. I showed y'all this in the video. We just talked about houses are too expensive, or they're getting more and more expensive. And then we got a bunch of dudes that are adamant about not getting married. So how do we solve this problem for the average modern black man? To where you can afford to get you, can get you an asset. That has been historically known for producing generational wealth. Even though most people got acquired this asset due to being married. Well, how about you can bypass the marriage thing and go cop a crib with your homie? Y'all both plan on being single men for the rest of your life. Why not get together with your homies and cop a crib that two or three of y'all live in? Y'all put y'all money together and make the mortgage payment on that house. And all three of y'all have ownership of the house. Like when you go uh, put the financials down and you do the loan request, all three of y'all names get put on the loan. So y'all all have equal ownership in the property. Then if y'all ever decide to sell the property, all three of y'all, two of y'all or three of y'all can split the money up. 50 50 you everybody gets a third. Or if one person decides they want to move out the house, there's ways you can, there, There's I took a real estate class and I'm pretty sure a real deal can explain this better than me. But there are ways that their their portion of the house can be transferred to you or you would have to pay the person that moves out of the house x amount of money or something like that but anyways you get a, get a lawyer involved there there there's actual legal ways that, that that can actually be set up but this is what i'm saying why not why why not you know i'm not i'm not dropping a link cuz i'm finna get off this thing man i will tell people to go sub to your channel but i can't drop the link cuz i i got to get ready to go do something but um Why not um, go in with your homies? You're killing multiple birds with one stone, y'all. How come nobody is telling y'all this? If they are, where are these videos at? And there's there's nothing to be shamed about with this. Because niggas is already roommates in apartments that you don't own. Why not be a roommate in a house that you are partial owner of? You know what I'm saying? You can still be a single man living your life doing what you do and you're living with another single man where he does what he does but y'all just put y'all money together so that y'all both can buy an asset that appreciates, that you both have ownership of. How come? Why aren't y'all doing this? I don't get it. So anyway, I just want to share that. Maybe that'll spark some, uh, you know, spark some ideas in some of y'all's head to reconsider this thing, because I just showed you all the video of the white folks. They're doing it. White folks are living in houses like this, y'all. Two or three families in these houses. Imagine two or three brothers living in this house, single men. Y'all each got your own section of the damn house. <laughs> or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's your crib just as much as it's their crib. Y'all lay down the rules and you know, pay your bills on time. Y'all each put a portion. Y'all, y'all set up uh y'all set up a joint bank account where all three, let's just say it's three people living in this house. Y'all go get y'all a joint bank account where y'all have direct deposit money go into that bank account to cover the mortgage so you put you put a third in they put a third in you put a third in and then somebody is tasked with paying the mortgage each month that y'all all have access to and then y'all divide the vi- divide the bills i uh professor black ops you're responsible for the uh cable and the electric bill uh confessions and therapy you're responsible for the water bill and and the trash bill you know what i'm saying G. Dizzle, you're responsible for paying Pablo to cut the grass and and paying the HOA fees or whatever other fees are. You know what I'm saying? Like, how come nobody's talking like this? How come nobody is giving you all these types of ideas, especially if you plan to be single with no children? Or let's just say you even have kids, right? But you never get married. And now you got a baby mama out here. You still own a piece of property. And let's just say you like, all right, well, I want to move out the house. You would sell your stake in the property back to the other two owners. Or you could transfer your stake to your children. (laughs) Like like you can do this legally. You know what I'm saying? You can do this legally, y'all. To where you can kill so many birds with one stone. By just simply coming together with your homies. Cause y'all, y'all can, y'all can, y'all can round up all the necessary funds to go out there and, and put put money on the drink and the smoke and the barbecue. Right? Who gonna who gonna buy all the drinks? Y'all go to the club. Is your night to buy all the drinks? Or are you buying all the drinks for this round? Y'all, y'all can figure that crap out, right? You says because you like your privacy. I get that. What you think? Listen, you live in a house this big. You think you're going to just be hanging out in people's room. Y'all going to be having pillow fights, jumping on each other's bed. What I'm saying is Chris, you got dudes now that are that have roommates living in two three bedroom apartments that they don't own. That are way smaller than this. What type of privacy does a dude who lives in a two or three bedroom apartment have? That he has a roommate. I would rather have a roommate. In a house like this. Or something like this. That has a lot of damn space. And it's also something that I own. I'm a partial owner of it. Me and my roomie. Because I don't plan on getting. You know if I was a single dude. I don't plan on getting married. But I want to own a home. But right now. House prices are getting ridiculously expensive. So what's one way to bypass that? Let me link up with my homies, put our money together, and let's go cop a crib. We can still live totally independent lives in the crib. We don't ever have to see each other. This house might have a damn basement. I don't know if it does or not. It probably does. You could turn the damn basement to a whole damn apartment or house down there. You would never even see your roommate. There's there's, there's ways to make it work to where you could become a homeowner. You own an appreciating asset that's that's never going to go down. And you got you some fly crap. You know what I'm saying? And you can still live your random, regular, single man life doing what you do. Obviously, you want to do this with people you trust. Your, your, your relatives or your, or, you know, close friends, not just some random Negro you met off Facebook or YouTube. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got to apply basic common sense here to something like this. But it's possible if you're a single dude, why not get you a roommate on a house? Y'all put your money together and buy a crib. And go buy some fly stuff. That's all I'm saying. You can still maintain your privacy. Like, what what is this dude talking about? Privacy is over once these tax hikes start welling on you. I mean, look—if you got, listen, remember, everybody in the manosphere is is making a hundred thousand (laughs) dollars, right? Y'all shouldn't be worried about tax hikes. Everybody in the manosphere is balling out of control. You know, despite me doing this video talking about sixty percent of y'all living paycheck to paycheck, but whatever. Y'all shouldn't be worried about tax hikes. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's balling out of control in Manosphere. That's all I'm saying. I'm just trying to give y'all some realistic ideas here because don't nobody else give y'all these ideas. You know what I mean, I ain't hear nobody else talking about this. Maybe they have, and I just missed the live stream. I don't know. But y'all be living in some fly crap. This is all in North Augusta, y'all. I used to see these houses, uh, not these exact houses, but these houses are in and around this neighborhood. I used to drive through every now and then. I used to live in Georgia. I used to live in Augusta, Georgia. Right. Uh, Augusta, Georgia, sits on the border of Georgia and South Carolina. You, you literally drive 10 miles from my house across the damn river. You're in South Carolina, which is in that part of South Carolina it's called North Augusta. And you get off on the first exit, exit five, that'll put you on Highway 25. You drive about five miles on highway twenty-five, these houses start popping up. They're like sitting off the main road. And these these houses were were inhabited, are inhabited by what they call gypsies. Irish travelers, two or three families per house. But they living like this. They were stunned. So imagine, imagine you and your homies. Y'all went in and copped y'all a crib like this. Two or three of y'all. Look at the driveway on this thing. You put your little gate up here. This is some, this is some some baller stuff. Where I live at down in Florida, th- a house like this would go for at least five, six million starting off. Starting off. Maybe even more. I don't know. I can't even afford it. So I don't even look at it. But Imagine y'all copped y'all a crib like this or something like this. You know what I'm saying? And then y'all pulling up. You you know, you're in the club lying to the chicks. Yeah, girl, I got my own crib. I'm I'm the man, baby. Well, are you actually lying? No, you do have your own crib. You just, you know, bought it with your homies. But you pull up to the crib in your little little Dodge Charger. (laughs) She's going to be hella impressed. Like, oh, Lord. She's going to get on the phone, tell all her girls she got a baller. You're going to be the man out in these streets. You know what I'm saying? And this is your crib, even though you are a partial owner of it, but it's still your crib. I'm just trying to help y'all with the pump and dump, man. I'm trying to help y'all with get, get with these women's, man. How y'all can up y'all women's. I'm trying to help y'all, man. Y'all, y'all over here plotting, on, plotting, and scheming on how to take chicks back to these raggedy ass two bedroom apartments that y'all paying three thousand dollars for. I'm trying to teach. I'm trying to put y'all on game on how to take them back to these cribs that you own. <laughs> but y'all don't hear me though. You got niggas in the chat. Oh, I want my privacy. You can get your privacy, nigga. Just close the door. <laughs> Just close the door if you feel like, well, I don't want people to hear me, nigga, they got sound. They got soundproofing systems you can install on your walls. There's <laughs> all type of stuff you can do. You niggas is tripping. I would do that if I was single. I lived in a frat house when I was in college, but that was that was different. But Now, nah, I never lived in a home with my homies. I lived in the barracks when I was in the military. It was like a at my own room. But I'm just saying, in 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 today's times, I would do it like this if I was single with no kids and I didn't plan on getting married and having a family. I would consider this as an option, a realistic option, copping a crib with my homies, somebody that I know and trust, obviously. It ain't just gonna be some random. And then I will go through the process. All right, we're going to set up a joint bank account that's going to be used for paying the mortgage. You put your half in there. I put my half in there. And, you know, we put a little extra in there so we could pay the mortgage down faster. You know. Kind of like how married couples do, <laughs> except you're not married. You know, you just, you know, you and your homies, y'all own something together. It's y'all's. Y'all can still live a single, you know, single life and do what you do. I don't see what the problem is with this. The white folks are doing it now. Latinos are doing it now. Africans who come over here are doing it now. How come brothers in America aren't doing it? And then y'all sit around, man, they passing us up, man. Days on this, days on that, man. The brother, man, we can never get ahead. Days don't want us to... See, see, the Africans, they, they's just conforming, man. They just wants to be white. Nah, man, they doing exactly what the hell I'm talking about. They putting their money together and then putting a bunch of people into these houses and stacking their cheese. I'm just telling you, you ain't got to have a whole tribe. You just find two or three of your homies that you trust. Y'all already stated y'all ain't getting married. Y'all want to be single men pumping and dumping and just living your life. And that's cool. Fine. Why not cop a crib? Something that all of y'all own together. That all of y'all get a benefit from. Something that's not going to depreciate in value. You all have ownership in it. You can still live your single man life coming and going as you please. Except now you have a crib that you live in that is partially owned with a close friend or relative of yours. I don't understand w- what the problem is. I want my privacy. Close the door, then, nigga. Like, what are we talking about? I'm I'm trying to help y'all out. You, know, I'm, I'm just look at me as your Uncle G Dizzle. Uncle G Dizzle's trying to help you little young stupid niggas out. <laughs> I'm trying to give y'all realistic solutions to maintain these this this single man popping a dump lifestyle that y'all all want to live because everybody's just telling y'all to go pump and dump the hell with these hoes is talking about but they ain't telling y'all how to be the best pumper and pumper and pumper and dumper you can be they're telling y'all go get a house if you don't get a house you're gonna be broke you ain't gonna be able to do nothing which they're not lying because you know this is what's going on but ain't nobody telling y'all why not go cop a crib with your homie. It'll be your crib and his crib. And y'all, y'all ain't got to be living in these apartments. Y'all to get you some fly crap. let' be living like this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. You say you used to think living with a roommate was corny, but now I'm thinking this could be a decent option. It seems corny because we're all conditioned that we all want our own crib, right? And look, I was conditioned that way too. I got to have my own crib, man. But as you get older and you actually start, you're actually becoming more seasoned in this thing we call adulting, you know, you're at your house, you're past the age of 25 or you're creeping around 25, you done graduated college, now you got, you got real life. You got to actually go out there and uh, make money. And, you know, it's playtime. is kind of over with for the most part. Well, like I say, if you plan to if if you are dead set on, I'm going to be a single man for the rest of my life, I'm not getting married. I don't think having a roommate is a bad idea that lessens your overall expenses that actually makes things easier for you to uh, purchase later on. Just think, let's just say let's just say this house right here. Let's just say this house right here. I don't know. Let's just say this costs $800,000. Now let's just go for a cool million, all right? Let's just say this house costs a cool million. You decide I right, me and two of my friends are going to go buy this house. That means y'all got to come up with $330,000 a piece. For the total price of this house, right? What's 20%? That means y'all gotta come up with, you know, whatever the damn math comes out to be. It's it's too early in the morning for me to be doing math. But all y'all gotta do is come up with like $330,000 for this house, for the total price of this house. And all y'all have is ownership, staking ownership of this house. So now you're not just responsible for the total million. You're, you're 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 essentially responsible for your portion of the $330,000 you got to pay for the total ownership of this house over the life of the loan. But aside from that, let's imagine your mortgage payment on a house with a million dollars, I don't know. Let's just say it's like I don't know. What would the mortgage payment on a house be like that expensive? Let's just say it's like $5,000. What's 5,000 divided by 3? Matter of fact, where's my calculator? Like I said, I'm just making these numbers up. All right, let's just let's just assume that house costs a million dollars and the mortgage payment is five thousand dollars a month. You divide that by three, you only got to pay sixteen hundred dollars a month, right? You paying sixteen hundred dollars a month, and you living in something like this, right? Now, imagine how much money you got left over. You can go get you a fly car. Your wardrobe, I mean, you can, you can do things because you're not just solely responsible for the $5,000 a month bill. You're just responsible for your $1,600 a month. You know what I mean? So I'm just trying to help you all out, man. Realistic solutions, B, to where you can accomplish your goals of being a single man, balling, doing what you do. But you but you living good at the same time. You ain't out here living in these rinky dink apartments. Hopping online trying to pretend to be something that you're not. Ain't no shame if you live if you a 30 year old man, and you got a roommate, but you living in a house like this. But your roommate, you and your roommate own the house together. Where's the shame in that? Ain't no shame in that. There's no shame in that at all. Who would shame somebody? Because the person that's probably trying to shame you, I guarantee they're not living like this. They're probably living in the one-bedroom apartment somewhere. You know what I mean? These are just things for y'all to think about, man. Pull your money together. Single black men, you might be able to go further and do things. You can afford nice things, pay less in the overall bills, and you might have money left over to do some other things. That's all I'm trying to get y'all to understand here. I ain't ain't finna educate y'all on how to get hoes. But I'm going to try to, you know, hopefully inspire y'all to, you know, just think about things from a different perspective. Think about things from a white man's perspective. (laughs) I'm trying to get y'all to think like white people out here. (laughs) White people figure this shit out. Y'all are so resistant to it. I'm like, shit. Parties will be lit. Yeah, I knew a dude that was doing this. Um, this dude I went to college with named Frank Walker. He used to play, he played professional football for like 10 or 11 years. He was an NFL player. We went to college together. He used to live across the hall from me in the dorm. Anyways, Frank, I went to his house. He's uh, Frank is he lives in Atlanta. He is notorious. He's uh, he's very popular in the ATL. He throws like these Memorial Day, uh, barbecue bashes at his house anyway he lives in this exclusive rich neighborhood in atlanta with a bunch of white folks frank owns old school chevys lamborghinis like he played in the league for 10 years i think he owns a nightclub and i think he's into real estate development if i'm not mistaken but anyways i went to his house last time i was at his house like 10 years ago all right was a little mcmansion probably about probably about damn it almost looked like this the house almost looked like this right um but anyways but you go down to the back of the house he got like this gigantic pool back there where he would host these massive pool parties anyways uh not frank ski this dude's name frank walker he used to play professional football but anyways um last time I went to his house like 10 years ago it was just him and his brother living there him and his brother were living in that house together right obviously his brother didn't play professional football no it was him and his brother and their cousin matter of fact i did a video on their cousin sometime late early late late last year remember i remember anybody remember that video i did where i was telling you about that dude from tennessee that got murdered and killed and i was like damn i actually knew this dude this dude had got shot up he was a real good dude anyways that was frank walker's cousin anyways frank his brother and that dude that I did that video on—they all lived in that house together. Obviously, you know Frank was the uh, the breadwinner because he was a professional football player, but those other dudes—they were living in that crib together. It was like a it was like a bachelor's pad. And I think I think ever since then, the younger brother ended up getting married and moved out, but it was just for the longest. It was just like this big ass bachelor's pad. You know what I'm saying? And it was nice. They had it was decked out laid out every time i went by there they had they had dime they had some banging looking chicks coming through they, they was doing it they was all living together just paying the bills man just three single men in the atl in a nice crib in an exclusive part of atlanta where a bunch of rich white people live but and like i said you pull up to the crib frank had a black lamborghini gallardo sitting out front an old chevy sitting on them things, like he, he was a real car fanatic well he is a car fanatic but they was all living in the crib big ass crib you know what i'm saying single three single dudes in the atl at that time about 10 years ago when i was going out there so i'm just trying to get y'all to think man that's all i just wanted to share that with y'all hopefully that i uh gave y'all some ideas I'm not telling y'all to get married. Even though I do believe in the, the, the institution of marriage, and especially if you want to have kids, I think that's the best thing to do. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go down and give y'all my spill on that. But for those of y'all dead set on being single, men for the rest of your life, I get it. Why not link up with other single men? Put your money together, because y'all always talk about this. We need to pool our money together to start a business. Yeah, you can do that, too. But why not pool your money together to buy property that you can live in and get you some fly shit? That's all. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All three, all you and your homies, you make sure y'all get y'all credit up, get a little bit of money in your bank account. Y'all put y'all resources together and go buy y'all a fly crib, man, so y'all can get out these raggedy apartments, get you some fly shit. That's all I'm saying trying to help y'all out man trying to help y'all be better men out there You dig that's all All right, anyways shout out to everybody put some money in here though y'all are the real champions So I appreciate that But i'm about to chuck deuces but before I go Gotta run my promo ad Y'all go sign up for Tech G. Y'all want to get to the cybersecurity thing. Get y'all straight out in these streets. All right. Y'all be safe. Mahala. Peace.